TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Deep down the right field line, it's back! And off the wall and away from Canada. Rounding third, a rise is coming home. The Twins have tied it with an Andreanza triple. To left field, down for a hit. A walk-off win, and it's Kepler delivering again. Mr. Walk-Off, Max Kepler on Fox Sports North yesterday to salvage a split of the series with the A's this weekend at Target Field. This is the Score North First Place Twins Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. The magic number is now 62. I'm Rami Makloff, along with Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill, on the other side of the glass, in addition to 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. We are also streaming live if you want to see our beautiful faces and perfect posture at Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at SK. <laughs> K-O-R North, that's how you find all of our various social media platforms. Hell of a series, Derek Wetmore. Wow. I know you'd like more than a split, but that was two good baseball teams going back and forth for four straight days, and everybody probably walked away with what they deserved, which was a split, because both teams came in, fought, played pretty well for the most part. There were mistakes over the course of the weekend. There will be in a four-game series, but... That was, like I said, just two good teams slugging it out for four days and each walking away with two wins. Wanted to see whose sarcasm meter was on yesterday on uh-huh. Twitter. So I, just at the end of it. Oh, just your standard four-game split. <laughs> <laughs> Run of the mill, everyday, ordinary, nothing to see here. I thought it was fascinating how intense of July series with the Oakland Athletics of all teams could be. Yes, I know that's a good ball club so i'm not trying to take anything away from them. i'm just saying like when you think baseball drama you're not sitting there thinking to yourself twins a's in july right. at target field but it's different this year and that to me is what stood out um we're going to talk about the bullpen today obviously we're going to talk about a judd zolgad level conspiracy theory which actually originated from judd zolgad and judd will be here for hour two that's of right the score north first place twins show today we might take some calls it might be a twins vent line kind of day if you're interested in doing that rami I'm and good with opening up the vent line cool. at 651-646-8255 you can also tweet your venting at skor north and there's no way we're not going to set up this i would think pivotal Twins-Yankees series at Target Field, a three-gamer starting tonight. We are going to talk about all of that. I can't underscore enough before we get into all of that juicy, fun stuff that we're going to talk about today on the Score North First Place Twins show. How like fun and exciting and contentious of a series mm-hmm. that just was between the Twins and A's. And the number one takeaway I was left with, boys, this won't shock you. This Twins bullpen is gassed right now. They're gassed. They're they're gasping for air, and you could hardly blame them for the workload some of these guys have put in lately, but I have a feeling that's going to come up today on the show as well, how, how necessary it is to get the bullpen on track, potentially some reinforcements needed as well. Twins relievers so far in the month of July, do you know this number, their ERA in the month of July? I know around about, but I don't know. Four have seven a, two. There you go. And up until July, they had a three nine four ERA. That's three quarters of a run more added to their earned run average in the month of July. That's crazy. They're kinda like I've I feel like I've been the public bullpen defender for a mm-hmm. while now. They are still kind of mid pack 
in terms of what's your ERA in July? Eighth, I think it was, out of the 15-team AL, as I looked it up yesterday, putting together notes for a Five Thoughts column that I'll publish later today on scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. But that, to me, like, at a certain point, you got to say, yeah, mid-pack's fine, but is fine good enough? I'm starting to think this is the time where, not only because of the timeline of the trade deadline, but hey, go ahead and dial it up. Make that unit better. Make your team one of the super teams in baseball. You're well within your rights to do that if you're the Twins right now. Now, one of the guys who has struggled mightily in that Twins bullpen in the month of July is Trevor May, who said this after uh, yesterday's game. He said, two weeks ago, we were lights out. It's just a timing thing. It's just happening right now, and we understand what that means. There's no panic here. It's been an emotional week. I'm happy with how we're responding. responding. No one's giving up. So Trevor May saying... Derek, basically, we're a good bullpen. This is just a tough stretch. Do you agree with that? Are they a good bullpen that's just going through some tough times right now? I think they are a good bullpen minus. Okay. Yeah, they're not getting an A. How could you give them an A for what's gone on down there? And, you know, and Trevor May, credit to him raising his hand. He's not saying we've struggled. He is. But he's also the first one to jump out in a clubhouse and say, hey, you know what? Not a good outing for me Sunday. Right. I talked to him briefly after the game, and he said that frustrating is not a strong enough word to explain how his outings have gone recently. Trevor May, over his last 14 and a third innings, he has 21 strikeouts. That's good. That's a good strikeout rate. But he also has a 5.65 ERA, having allowed nine yeah. earned runs. Yeah. And you remember a couple of them because they were the hanging curveballs that left mm-hmm. the yard. That's not what he's And six in those of the spots. nine have come in his last three games. Nice. Trevor May is struggling badly That's, right now. That is not what he's in those spots for. He was working his way into that sort of trust tree that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Who are the four guys at the back end that the game's on the line turn to you and not sweat? I don't think he's in that right now. I, I think he has the stuff to get back into that. So don't get me wrong. I'm a Trevor May guy. But, yeah, it's been bad for him, and it's been bad for the bullpen collectively. The other thing that was kind of pointed out to me in the clubhouse yesterday is look at a couple of times that the bullpen has blown it in the past week, and the offense came just roaring back, saving their bacon. And I think that's the mark of a great team. There are four phases to the game of baseball, if you want to break it down like that. Hitting, starting pitching, relief pitching, and how you play in the field. Mm Mm-hmm. Boy, we've seen all four of those sort of sputter. The The most consistent one, I think you'd probably say, is the starting pitching. And not to say they've been, like, otherworldly, but, like, that's been at least stable. The offense, I think you could point to signs that has slumped recently. Playing shorthanded, but slumping. Sure. Relief pitching, I don't have to tell anybody listening to the score. On the first place I just gave you show. the numbers. Yeah, They're yeah. not pretty. <laughs> we're good here right. on that. I think yeah. we're all on the same page reading the same book. Um, but then fielding, too, had been kind of like scratch your head for the last couple of weeks and even week or two going into the All-Star break. So I guess my point is that good teams, when they do struggle in one phase, which is rare, pick themselves up in those other phases. The reason the Twins are playing 500 ball lately, they haven't been able to do that often enough. And too many of those things are falling below their previous expectation. My answer to that question of, do you think this is a good bullpen that's just going through some tough times, is 
it's it's and it hasn't wavered. It hasn't changed. And I'm not somebody who digs his heels in and, and won't move off a position or an opinion when presented with new facts and new information. I will move from an opinion if I if I think it's it's necessary News to me. But I mean, I'm, in, that, I'm that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> but what I've said about this bullpen for a long time now is that it's a good regular season bullpen. It's not a good playoff bullpen. And okay. I, I, my opinion of that does has not changed. I, I get do, behind that. I do think that they're better than what we've seen in July. Trevor May is better than what we've seen in July. Taylor Rogers doesn't blow saves, and he just blew a save over the weekend. That's this. Ha, this has been an especially bad stretch for a Twins bullpen. But as of I don't know if it was Thursday or Friday, and I honestly don't know if I said it on this show or on Mackie and Judd with Rami Derek or maybe both. All this stuff gets jumbled up, especially after a weekend where you get your butt handed to you by TC the Bear in a home run contest. We'll talk about that later. They led the league as of late last week in the least blown saves in the major leagues. Yeah. Now, we only think of blown saves as happening in the ninth inning. This is looking at, at any point in the game. They had the least blown saves in Major League Baseball as of late last week. That's That says something for a bullpen. They had a decent ERA as of the end of, the end of June, start of July. I don't think that what we've seen now it's happening at a bad time because of what the Indians are doing because of the lead shrinking in the AL Central because of the July 31st trade deadline approaching and we are now just nine days away from that. So there is a spotlight. There is a magnifying glass on the bullpen right now. But I think that that has amplified some of the noise, some of the panic around it to a degree where it I don't think it would be this bad if we weren't at this particular point in the calendar so good bullpen or no it's a good regular season bullpen got it it's not a good playoff bullpen this will not get it done in october yeah and i would think gosh i don't know that that's even controversial like i think the twins would agree if, if we had so it's like you rami me Derek, manny hill on the other side of the glass and social media seth running mm-hmm. the stream and Derek falvey sitting in that fifth chair right there I think, you know, he'd be hard-pressed to say anything different. Right. Some of the guys that they had high expectations for coming into this year, and we can get into this because this is very recent, fresh news for the Twins. Some of the guys they had high expectations for, they just bounced for next to nothing. Now, every team goes through that in a season, and I'm not saying the Twins are unique in that aspect, but for the Twins to have planned heavily on, let's just name them, hey, Fernando Romero, where's he been? Right, he's in the minor leagues. Uh, I read his name today, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that guy." He's I swear, he's on the 40 I swear, I was like, "Oh yeah, Fernando Romero." That's a big name for the Twins, uh, or should be. That was a thing. Alberto Mejia. Alberto yeah, Mejia. I was going to bring him up for sure. He's gone later. now, out of the organization. Angels claimed him off waivers. Mike Morin, same list, sold to the Phillies for cash. And then who am I forgetting? Matt McGill. Traded to the Seattle Mariners. Um, I believe that one's for cash considerations as well. But those are some guys that the Twins internally thought, and I can tell you this for a fact, internally they thought, hey, there's something here. This is a ball of clay. We can work with it. This is a talented pitcher. We can probably get something out of. I'm not saying they didn't get anything out of those guys, but now they're gone. And the point that I'm trying to make is this was the bullpen plan, and when things go awry... It's okay to change the planned windshields, not rearview mirrors. Don't don't sit here and uh, you know worry about the fact that hey the Matt McGill experiment, though promising at one point, now has no hope of working out for the Twins because he's in another organization. That's rearview windshields. Is who's next? 
How can we get the most out of Tyler Duffy? And who can we pair with Taylor Rogers at the back end of this bullpen to make sure that it is what you're saying, Rami, a bullpen that can win in October? Right. You need a good postseason bullpen. This will get it done now. They won't get it done come October. And we should say, I mean, the Twins are legit contenders. I know the sky is falling. I'm not blind to that fact. It's been a struggle the past six weeks. But 60 wins is 60 wins. And Oakland walk-off on Sunday, the dramatic A. Adrianza triple to drive it home against Liam Hendricks and then Max Kepler finish it up. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Chef's Kiss. That put the Twins at 60 wins for the season. There aren't very many big league clubs that can say that. No. I know they padded up a lot of those early. That's totally fine. 60 wins is 60 wins. That's why a 162-game schedule is the ultimate sample size in all go. of sports. There you because go. whatever it is at the end of the 162 games is what you are. You don't break it down in chunks and go, yeah, but they won so many games in sure. April and May. Right, right. If they end up with 95 to 100 wins, you be happy with that and don't yeah. count where they came. You know what I mean? And that's I kind of think that same way. That's for us, right? That's outside. That's media. That's fans of the team, observers. Hosts of the Score North First Place Twin Show. That's that's all of us. But I think that the front office should probably have that same mentality too, don't you? Yeah, it's, absolutely. This is a legit contender, not this was a really good team and now we're scuffling, so like let's just I don't know, let's make a little cosmetic move and we'll go at a we'll go we'll go get a lefty because we need it for the bullpen, but let's keep our powder dry. No, dude. Right. This is a contender. No, you have a chance to do something here. I think that the Twins front office will, but I, who knows? Here we are sitting July 22nd, eight days from the only trade deadline this year in Major League Baseball. I think that they will make a move that makes you sit forward in your chair and say, hang on a second. Okay, here we go. But I think if they don't, Twins fans would be right to be disappointed. And you mentioned windshield, not rear view. Windshield, baby. When we talk about the Minnesota Twins and the windshield right now, starting tonight at Target Field, is a team that I know a lot of Twins fans dread seeing on the schedule. There is some bad history there. It is the uh, New York, or no, it's not. The Yan- I yeah, Yankees It tonight. is the Yankees yeah, tonight. Okay, I it. pulled up the schedule and I saw Rangers. It is the Yankees starting tonight at Target Field, seven ten. How you feeling about this series going into it, Derek? Well, how much time you got? We got some time. By the way, one like two hour show today. Yeah, we got time. <laughs> we got a little bit, but still, man. Like, like Derek said, we're gonna try and open up the Twins vent line coming up next segment. If you want to yeah. line up right now, six five one six four six eight two five five. Any Twins frustration or anything you just need to get off your chest, we're here for you on the Score North First Place Twins show. Six five one six four six eight two five five. Twins vent line will be open in just a few minutes. And uh, you can also tweet us at SKOR North. Man, the boogeyman is coming to town. There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd like to know that I'm glad we are opening up Twins Vent Line. As it's been too long since we've opened up the Twins Vent Line, but let's let's take the lid off of that and let's hear from Twins fans what they think about this because I'm going into this. I, I'm a weirdo. I should say that for first. No. Yes. You trust me. Okay. And I, like. I would, if I'm the Twins, I know it hadn't been going well recently, but I have this, like, unflappable air of confidence going into this series for really three reasons, and we can get into tons of different roads for talking about how this series could go and why it's important. But one, Twins are a great team. Don't care how they've been playing lately. Mm -hmm. Roster-wise, they're a great team. You might get Byron Buxton back, too. That's part of point one. If Byron Buxton's back, it's a different team. It's great. Two... Lefties. 
You're facing two out of three lefties this series. I believe it's CC tonight and then um, Jay Happ on the Wednesday finale, last game of the homestand and the the third game of this set with the Yankees. So the Twins are exceptionally good at hitting left-handed pitching. It means Mitch Garver's probably going to bat leadoff twice this series. So that's another reason for optimism. But the third is just that, like, you have a great offense, and now it's it's I don't want to say pressure is dialed up, but the spotlight is. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, this is the world stage. Judd said it really well. Judd posted a beyond the score from Target Field yesterday. Um, you can find that on the Score North Twitter account, S K O R North, and he basically said, "Go ahead, Boogeyman's coming to town. People are saying you're not a good team." It's okay to go ahead and prove everybody wrong, sweep the series, or take two or three. Show the Yankees that you are not to be ignored once October rolls around. I think this is a big opportunity for the Twins, and I talked to a half dozen or more guys in the Twins clubhouse yesterday. My educated guess is that they are not taking that lightly. They are not taking that opportunity to show they are a contender. They're not taking that for granted. Well, we know for a fact because of some of the comments coming out of the All-Star break, that there are, I don't want to say up and down, every every guy on the 25 or 40-man roster and the coaching staff pays attention to social media or, or listens to shows like this and hear what fans and people around the team are saying. But Trevor May said, and we know he's very active in social media, he wasn't for about an hour, but he's usually very active <laughs> in social media. And he said, look, I see that stuff. We see that stuff of people who are doubting us or, or think the other shoe is about to drop. And quite honestly, it's a little bit annoying. Now, he said it's, okay. anno- he said it's annoying in a good way because it's, it's a motivator. It keeps that fire lit under him. But they, there are a number of Trevor Mays, I'm sure, and you probably have a better idea of who they are than I do, Derek, being down in that clubhouse pretty regularly. There are guys in that clubhouse and on that roster who know what the the dialogue, what the storyline around this team is, and there is a certain... There is a certain narrative when the Yankees come to town or when you go and visit them at Yankee Stadium, and especially with the way things have gone the last six weeks and the Indians making up the ground that they have on you, they they hear a number of guys in that locker room, and the ones who aren't probably hear it from the ones who are. They hear the chatter around this team, and they know what's at stake going into this and, and what they have to prove. So part of me thinks some of that's hocus pocus, but like if the people involved, if the actors on stage believe that it's more than hocus pocus, then it's more than hocus pocus. Right. When Trevor May says that, when he says, look, I see that stuff. Sure. And I just, I guess I mean, the whole Yankees are the giant and you would be lucky to take one of three. That is a pervasive narrative that I don't think will quit until you win a division and win a playoff series. It's the only way you can exercise those demons. Right. Otherwise, it's going to be a thing, even if... What does Marwin Gonzalez care what the Twins have done over the past 15 years against the Yankees? What does Nelson Cruz care beans about that stat? But fans care about it. Mm -hmm. Radio hosts know about it. Media knows about it. So they're going to ask questions of the Trevor Mays of the world. What do you think about it? And now it's a story again. Yeah. You cut that story by beating the Yankees, take two or three at home, maybe sweep the series if you're greedy. If you're feeling a little, if you're feeling yourself here, headed into the non-waiver trade deadline, and and then win a playoff series, like that's that's it, and you can't do that all Monday, right? I, I do wonder if having Nelson Cruz and Marwin Gonzalez on this team will help them when matching up with the Yankees, whether it's regular season or perhaps even in October, yeah. because both of those guys have been on teams 
that have beaten the New York Yankees. Yeah. In the postseason, yeah, Marwin Gonzalez most recently in the ALS, ALCS in twenty seventeen. You know who the Yankees are afraid of? The Houston Astros. Right. Yeah. Make that the conversation if you're the Twins, and you're well within your rights to do it. Uh, we can talk about upgrades that the roster needs and all that. Like, I'm not going to shy oh, away from that. I have some reckless speculation. Coming oh, up. good. I knew yes. you would. Thank you. I have you. some some reckless speculation. I am, a little I later am in the show. Definitely not dodging that point. That like the Twins twenty five man could be better. And they can make upgrades, and they have the prospect ammo to do it. But I'm saying, guys that are here. Go ahead and take ownership of this. Go ahead and take it to the Yankees and show them what's what. This series, you have permission to do that. If you are waiting for permission, I, Derek Wetmore, co-host of the Score North First Place Twin Show, hereby grant you permission <laughs> to give it to the Yankees. They were waiting for that. I don't know if they, they were absolutely or not. Waiting for that, but just in case they the were. The clubhouse just erupted. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it from here. Oh, man, one twin's way just got a little buzz but to Ma- it. Maddie's point about Gonzalez and Cruz, I think that those guys, they know how to block out the noise, and they know that the boogeyman isn't really under their bed. But I don't know, and there are certain things that you can you can sort of, that spread, that emanate. You know what I mean? When we talk about a clubhouse leader. Sure. Um, and I think Cruz and Gonzalez have been really good for that. But when it comes to blocking out the noise that you have surrounding a series like this one coming in, or... Not or knowing the boogeyman isn't real. I don't know that that's something that you can necessarily relay to to teammates. I think you have to go there. You have to do it. You have do to it. conquer it in order to to block out that noise further on, so it's not an issue down the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? A hundred percent agree with you. And and I think that comes down to pitching matchups. We right. talk about that all day. Yankees they got a great lineup, but guess what? Sort of the pessimistic twins. twins fans. So do the Twins. Right. It's a great offensive lineup, and. I I know the cliche in baseball is one game at a time. I got to be honest with you, that's boring for me. 162 refreshes is is that's hard to do, but I do think about it one series at a time. Cuz I think if you start to think about it in terms of home stands or months or halves, man, you can just get carried away and, and let you, the little games go. We got to hit a break. Man, um, yeah. But you're setting me up perfectly for what I want to talk about. <laughs> Radio professional. When you talk about ser- looking at series And looking further down the schedule, have you taken a close look at what the Twins have ahead of them after this Yankees series? I have not, because I'm one series at a time. Yankees are coming to town. It's it's a rosy picture. Oh. The roads are... Oh, I thought you were going the other way. No, no. Oh, that's good. The roads are a little bit clearer for the Bomba bus without its brakes. Hashtag optimism reigns. the boogeyman. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's not for nothing. You know what you're going to do? You're going to run the boogeyman over with the Bomba bus. He's going to be a wow. hood ornament by Wednesday. Wow. Rami Makhlouf said it right here. Wow. On the Score North First Place Twins show live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 ranks. Magic number is 62. The Twins vent line is open at 651-646-8255 or tweet us at Score North. I'm Rami. There's Derek. Manny, other side of the glass. We're back after this on 1500 scorenorth.com and the score north mobile app my baseball friends Mackie here for federated mutual insurance company business owners i'm talking to you and i've been one myself i know what goes into it you love it but you're grinding every day solving problems taking care of employees it helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business when you partner with federated you get more than just a policy you benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be visit federatedinsurance.com to find your local representative federated insurance it's our business to protect your the score north twin show also available on demand on the score north mobile app kepler doubled scored his first time up a drive to right field it's back and goal 
Max Kepler's 24th, and it's 4 to nothing. That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports North. This is the Score North first place twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 62. Rami Makloff here, Manny Hill, other side of the glass, and of course, our twins reporter Derek Wetmore in tow. You can find his thoughts on the Minnesota Twins. Five thoughts going up today. Is that right, that Derek? Is correct. You say that at scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app because it's your one stop shop for all written content from scorenorth.com. The Score North mobile app also free. It's free, people. Free. Uh, for download for Apple and Android users. And uh, you can stream us live. The more you do that, the more points you rack up to win cool rewards from us because we love you. You can also download and subscribe to all your favorite podcasts. Give us those sweet, sweet five-star ratings and leave your comments. And did I mention that it's free for a possibly limited time? That offer running out sometime soon? I mean, who knows? Who knows, right? I can legally... I can say it's free for a possibly limited time. Opportunity. So go get there it. Because you window. never know. You never know when we start charging for Here's that thing. Window. But it's free right now. That much I can tell you. Ventline is open. Twins Ventline. Anything you got to get off your chest about your Minnesota Twins, 651-646-8255 or tweet them at S-K-O-R. Nor speaking of Twitter, we are streaming live today on Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. And uh, I mentioned before the break, Derek, that I uh, wanted to look ahead a little bit on the schedule because we're about windshields, not rear views. You got here that on the right. Score North First Place Twins show. You obviously have your hands full with the New York Yankees the next three nights at Target Field. But then you things get a little bit easier for the Twins. You got the White Sox uh, for four in Chicago. Then you play the Miami Marlins, who are basically a minor league team, for three. And then, thi- and then this is yeah, ouch. this Catch is the number of that bus, <laughs> Derek Jeter. This is the month of August for the Minnesota Twins. You get the Royals, and then the Braves and the Indians, two good baseball teams, and the Brewers. But the good thing is, you get the Indians for four. That's a chance, I think, to put some ground between you and them. I don't look at that with dread as, oh my God. Here come the Indians, and they're going to catch us in the division. You're the better baseball team. That's a chance to put some distance between yourselves and the second-place team. Then you got the Rangers, who are hovering right around 500. White Sox again. Tigers, White Sox, Tigers. That's that's the month of August. It, that looks a lot like what the, uh, the Indians have had on their schedule for the last month and a half. Uh, you finish up that Tigers series in September. Then it's the Red Sox and another one with the Indians. Then it's sub-500 teams for the rest of the season. Hmm. Other than one more series with the Indians, you have the Nationals, the White Sox, the Royals, the Tigers, and the Royals. So go undefeated in that stretch is what you're saying. I mean, you should be able to win, on average, two out of every three games. Right? I mean, yeah, if you're... When you, when you look at that stretch of schedule in the month of September... 675 baseball club, yeah, you should win two out of every three. I, I can be honest, I didn't hear a lot of what you just said, because I'm one series at a time. Oh, jeez. So there's like a lot of noise going on, but sounded like good noise and positive stuff. And I appreciate what you're saying. I have to, I have to excuse myself from the look ahead conversation mm-hmm. because that's not the brand. The brand is one series at a time. You got the Bronx Bombers coming to town, and you've got, as you said, Rami, you got your hands full. So take care of business, then worry about what comes next on the schedule. But I saw a tweet this weekend that might apply to this conversation. Might if I, if I can bring it, yeah. okay. Might possibly, for a limited time, apply to this conversation. (laughs) Uh, Kyle Glazer, I hope I'm saying that right, of Baseball America had a tweet that I thought was just fascinating. Because it 
Like intuitively, I got this, but he put it into words and numbers perfectly. There are a bunch of teams that are just, uh, as they say, muy en fuego right now around Major League Baseball. They're very hot. San Francisco Giants, Oakland A's, Washington Nationals, Cleveland Indians, and New York Yankees, and I'll read their streaks in a second, but I saw that tweet from Kyle Glazer, Baseball America, credit where it's due, and I thought, oh boy, every one of those is bad for the Twins for one reason or another. And I'll just quickly, I mean, they're like, the Giants are 15 of their last 19, uh, the A's now 21 of 28, the Yankees are 23 of their last 30 games have been W's for the Yankees. That's, I mean, it's just astounding runs for those teams. And But they're doing what the Twins were doing earlier right. in the season. That's fair. That's so fair if, to say. If, if the Yankees have a rough August and September, but remain atop the AL East, are we going to go? Yeah, but they got all those wins in the middle of the season. There you go. That's that doesn't, true. That doesn't count. But my point here is that, like, all of those hot streaks... Coming at a bad time for the Twins. Of course, you got the trade deadline coming up next week. We're gonna we're gonna blow the doors off the trade deadline here at Score North. They're gonna be just tons of Score North Twin Show programming live for the MLB trade deadline. Uh, plenty more on that to come. But I just wanted to give a quick heads up to the Score North Twin Show listeners that look out for that. But man, the timing of this is bad because okay, I mentioned the Giants. Are the Giants still gonna sell Mad Bum and their bullpen? Options? Maybe, maybe not. The Oakland A's. Obviously, that was bad because you just had like a, you know, just drag it down into the mud wrestling scrap for four games with Oakland. It came out with a split. I think you should probably be happy with the split, uh, given how good that team's playing right now. The Nationals. Well, they've done it pretty much for the last month, and that's only bad because... Okay, anyone who was allowing themselves to dream about the pipe dream of adding a guy like bruised eye, bruised nose, Max Scherzer to start game one of the ALDS, <laughs> like that has been put to bed. Sean Doolittle ain't getting moved at the trade deadline. Cleveland, I don't need to spend any words or breath talking about why that's potentially bad for the Twins. And the Yankees coming to town tonight, winning 23 of their past 30 games it's who you play and who you play them, and you're catching the Yankees at a really hot point. And when you play, right? Boogeyman! Boogeyman is coming. That's that's pretty good. That caught me by surprise when you went to break with that, man. That's, that's pretty good. good. Oh, you, you set I... me up on a tee for that one. The first, back, last segment, when you mentioned Boogeyman, I said, go. I got to get that clip it was from like, Halloween. It was as if. Is that what it's from? Rami Macklaw. first Halloween movie, yeah. It's like Rami got a soft toss softball hey, that he could just you know clobber what? over the. F- oh, wait a second. The little Probably local kids, example. the little local kids in town, making fun of uh, Tommy Kramer saying the boogeyman is coming. <laughs> that's what, that's what that's from. Pretty good. That's the Yankees, man. Yeah, but it's a bad time for the Twins to be getting them. Obviously, they're good, and now they're healthy, and they've won twenty three of thirty. I, I think there's some positive to be taken. You get two lefties this series. You're also good, but you look at recent track record, and you got to say the Yankees are favored in this series. I didn't get the soft tosses that you're talking about here. All right. I just have to say, like, I could have gotten some better pitches. You know what? On Saturday at Target. I saw, okay, so Uh you did the TC Bear Home Run Derby on Saturday, Saturday home games, Mm -hmm. and Rami was one of the Mm -hmm. celebrity guests, I guess. Um, I no, guess. I didn't. Mean, I no, guess. I didn't put celebrity in air quotes. (laughs) Baseless (laughs) accusations. 
<laughs> but Rami talked a big game, came away with zero. The Bear won the Derby. The Bear always wins the Derby. And for now, there was a video. The or, Bear always wins the Derby for now. Did I see a video. I saw a video and photos, still photos of that yes. event. Yes. And can I just say, I thought it was very kind of the twins and anyone involved in that event to keep the L screen up in front of the batting practice pitcher while you were up. Like, just. For, I made for really, the pride. I made some really good contact. For right? the pri- oh, your exit velocity was some, good. There was some good exit velocity. Oh, your hard hit the, average. Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, yes, Derek Wetmore. Well, the next time we have a hard hit average, I'll be sure to call you. The next time I face TC the Bear, he's going down. All right, because okay. I, I had not swung a bat in over a year. Pretty big game. It's been over a year since I've swung a bat of any kind, and that was the first time ever. I think. That I've hit a softball, to my recollection. I don't remember ever playing softball before in my life. Maybe gym class. Talking a pretty back big in high school game for a to, goose egg. To do but. what I did, I thought was was okay. And <laughs> I, I was figuring it out as I went along. And then I mm-hmm. watched the bear swing. Mm-hmm. And I picked up some things oh, that okay. I think are going to have me better nice. prepared for next time. That bear is going down next time. Uh, I think the bear's quaking in his oversized, comically large boots. Really nice guy, by the way. Yeah. TC the bear. Agreed. Good dude. And um, thanks to everybody with the Twins who let me participate in that. Because that, honestly, regardless of the outcome, it was a thrill. Like, how many people get to go out on a Major League Baseball field? Just that alone. I know, Derek, you cover the team. That's like ho-hum every day to you. You get to step on the no, Major man. League Baseball it's field. It's so cool. I don't do it that often. And to be able to go out into the field, like when you're covering the game, for those of you who don't know, you don't you do not step on the grass. Do not step on that grass. You're allowed to like stay on the warning track by the dugout. You don't go out onto the field. Yeah, like I'm not gonna put a dollar value on human lives, right. but it's it's there's a value. Do not step on the grass. To be able to go out into center field, get my name announced on the PA system, get on get on the scoreboard and do the home run derby. Whatever happened as far as the outcome, I was going to be really, really happy. As somebody has, who has done it twice, Rami, in the last couple Good of times. years, it's, it's, it is a thrill. I it will was, say It that. was a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. Man, Thank you, you got more twins. than zero, though. No, I never hit a home run. You haven't? No. How could you get invited it, back? I did it twice. I did it with me and Dave Harrigan did it yeah. in 2017. And I was there and, for that one. And then me and Reavers did it last year. I, I thought you got and, one. No. I didn't swing and miss at all, <clears throat> Rami. <laughs> The first two, um, the first two, I swung and missed. I, I made contact every time I swung. Oh but no! I swung and missed because I was, but. I was, I would, I had no to start. I was like, just swing at everything, dude. <laughs> oh. And I swung at some bad pitches. You should have talked to Manny. And then I started being a little bit you more selective. Him- Here's what I was doing wrong. I got to let the ball get a little bit deeper into the strike zone. I was trying to jump on swing it. Swing plane, man. Get out in front of it. Swing right. plane. Swing bat plane. path. It's all important. Exactly. You want to get it at the right point in the bad path. Let it get to you. Don't try and jump on it and, and hit it out. I think I, I think I got it. I think I got it. And next time, the bear is in trouble. It's just right. such a big game for a goose egg. But you're talking a lot. This is like, my first time. Show, don't tell. First time. Show me. That was my first time. I don't look at more than one series at a time on the baseball schedule, but I do have <laughs> Cleveland's schedule pulled up to appease the crowd. Okay. I mean, I know you'll care about this, Rami. Manny, I got an inkling you'll care about this. I, I Personally, hey, I'm focused on the Yankees and Twins. That's just me. But the Cleveland Indian schedule is weird. And I don't know if we've talked about this enough. And that they play the Royals and the Tigers every day? Yeah, I think hundred. last time I checked, 162 games against bottom-dwelling AL Central teams. What it seems like. That is all they have on their schedule. <laughs> what it seems like. And if they need a few more to get a couple extra wins, I, I'm sure they could call the Royals and work something out. Mm-hmm. They have a weak schedule going into the trade deadline. 
at a time when they have to decide, are we buyers or sellers or stand patters? And it sure doesn't look like they're going to be sellers based on how they've played over the last calendar month. But everything I'm hearing is even if they're not sellers, Trevor Bauer may still be on the block. That they could do the buy and sell thing. As a matter of fact, I saw Jeff Passan this morning on SportsCenter saying they could sell Trevor Bauer and buy a pitcher from somebody else. Oh, well, call me uh-huh. <laughs> because Trevor Bauer would look great in a Twins uniform. Their schedule going into the trade deadline is three at Toronto, who could be without Marcus Stroman any minute now. Right. And, and Ken Giles, who knows, whatever. And I have... Some news on that. Okay. Well, speculation wow. about that. Is it standard segment. speculation? It's pretty reckless. Okay. Reckless speculation. Three with the Blue Jays for Cleveland and then four with Kansas City. So just fuel to your fire. Confirmation of your opinion that they just get bottom dwellers <laughs> on the schedule. It's really nice of the MLB schedule makers to put that together <laughs> for the Cleveland Indians. But then it's Two with the Astros and trade deadline day. In fact, you'll only have one of those games with the Astros before, the. I think it's 3 o'clock Central, if I'm not mistaken, trade deadline. Um, and this is where it gets kind of funny, actually. Because July, cupcake, cupcake, cupcake. You're shopping at a discount bakery in the month of July. Pad the win total. That's great. You don't have to give any of them back. But then after you've made your decision and done the deed at the trade deadline, Figured out what your team is going to be the rest of the way. So you got Houston, Houston. Angels, Angels, Angels. Say what you want about the Angels, but like there's some talent on that roster. Texas, a current contender. Then four with the Twins, contender. Three with the Red Sox. They're the Red Sox. And then four with the Yankees. That's the first half of August for these guys. So... I guess my thinking would be if you want to win the division, obviously you have to add because that is a hellacious stretch of series for Cleveland. Um, they can get healthier. They are a good club. Strong, strong candidate to win a wild card. I just look at the division race and I say where their schedule was easy in July, it gets hard in mm-hmm. August. All right. One series at a time, but that's what the next month looks like. I think it looks good. I'm, I'm willing to look ahead more than one series at a time. I got the binocular. Okay. I'm not just looking out the windshield. I got binoculars and I'm looking out the windshield. That's what got, I'm doing, Derek. You've got like a telescope and you're looking I got the here. brakes <laughs> cut. I'm driving with binoculars on. Like none of this is safe, but we're going to get there, people. <laughs> we're going to get there. We're going to get to October. Beyond that, I can't guarantee anything. Who's starting game one of the American but League Division this, Series in 2022? I want to This wanna bus know. gets to October before it runs out of gas or crashes or anything terrible happens. Man. By the way, how are you going to boo me after the first swing? Somebody booed me after the first That's swing. Bad. That's in bad. That's bad. In a home run, in a, in a softball home run derby. Gun. I kind of get, like, it's mean when you boo or when you when you applaud that Trevor May is getting taken out of the game, but I kind of get that. How do you boo somebody? What's Rami ever done? In a pregame softball home run derby against a mascot. That's just not cool. It's probably the roof thing. I see some of you have lined up on the uh, Twins vent line at 651-646-8255. We will get to you in the next segment, so hang there. And we have some reckless trade speculation for you as well. It's the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 ranks. Magic number is 62. Rami, Derek, Manny, back right after this on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app. The Score North Twin Show. Bomba. On Score North and scorenorth.com. Also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. 
All right, time for a Score North download. I'm Manny Hill. It's 1245. Brought to you, the Score North download is brought to you by my pillow and uh yes as we've mentioned so far on the score north first place twin show the new york yankees they're in town for a set of three with our local nine starting tonight and uh yeah you guys heard them you you heard them in the first segment of the show Derek wetmore called them how will the twins do against the boogeyman starting tonight in the First of uh, three against those hated New York Yankees. Tweet us at Score North. That's S K O R North. Let us know what you think as we return to the Score North First Place Twin Show. Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Rami Makloff, Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill on the other side of the glass. Judd Zolgad jumps in. They call in the big righty and uh, give me the hook coming up at 1 o'clock for uh, hour two of the Score North First Place Twins show today. And we're here every day at noon talking twins, including uh, Glenn Perkins on Thursdays. Royce on baseball as well goes up once a week talking to some of the biggest names in baseball. You can uh, subscribe and download the Score North First Place Twins show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you download podcasts, or go get that Score North mobile app. Twins Vent Line is open at 651 646 8255 or tweet us at SKOR North. Got some reckless trade speculation coming up for you in just a few minutes, but want to get in. Doug in Lakeville, you're on uh, Score North. What's up, Doug? Yeah, hey guys. Hey, Doug. Uh, agree with uh, one series at a time. You, Thank you. Uh, because of the way we've been playing, you know, uh, playing 500 ball, wanted to ask you, uh, give me a quick snapshot review of the pitching matchups, and then uh, especially, you know, what Martin Perez are we going to get? And how many games now has he, you know, been not up to snuff you know has it been five six now where um you know he's really fallen off of where he was the, uh early in the year thanks for the call dave we'll, yeah. uh, Doug, we'll get that for you here in just a second i'm pulling up martin perez's game log yeah you probably have the answer to the first question dave. i'm there yeah yeah doug um and dave I don't know where I got Dave from. I don't know Sorry. where you got Bucks head coach Ryan Saunders, so yeah, I always right. have questions with you, Rami. <laughs> totally unnecessary chat. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. It's New York Knicks head coach Ryan Saunders. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder head coach Ryan Saunders this is a baseball coming up next. Show. Why don't we stay focused? <laughs> to Doug's question, and thank you for the call, Doug. Um, and I will take any caller anytime who says that they agree with one of my theories. Sure, so thank yeah. you very much for that. that you love when they call up and go, Derek is smart. <laughs> you notice I retweet anytime somebody says that. It's not often, but I do. <laughs> Martin Perez is starting against CC Sabathia tonight, the Battle of Lefties. Um, obviously, yeah, Perez has not been the Cy Young caliber Perez that we saw the first, what, five, six weeks of the season. And mm-hmm. you'll, you'll pull up his game logs, but like, that's. It's still not a matchup that scares you a ton if you have a bullpen supporting Perez. And tonight is different than last night in that I think the Twins will have Taylor Rogers at their disposal, and I think that they have Tyler Duffy. So now you're talking about seven-plus innings um, that you've got to work with against the Yankees. And I know the Yankees have a great bullpen, but you get to face a lefty, and that's good for your Bomba squad. So... Pitching matchups in a nutshell, you got Martin Perez versus CC Sabathia. Tomorrow night, you've got Kyle Gibson versus Filthy. 
Domingo Herman, who's just great stuff, and I think a uh, rising pitcher in this league. Wednesday, you've got former AL ERA leader Jake Odorizzi against uh, 36-year-old lefty Jay Happ for the Yankees. So that's the pitching in a snapshot. As for Perez, well... I'm looking Ronnie. at... it's It's been his last eight starts where we've seen the real drop-off. You could probably say, I don't know, maybe ten starts. Okay. Um, where he's had six earned runs, four earned runs, four earned runs, four four earned runs, five earned runs, all that within the last eight games. But you look at his last two starts, if you want to look at the more recent sample size. Windshield, not rear views. And he had a seven-inning, four-run performance against the Rangers back on July 5th. And then his last outing against the Mets was actually pretty good. The bullpen just spit it up after he left the game. He went six innings yeah, and gave right. up just two runs. That was when Ari Adrianza, if I'm not mistaken, got in you are not eventually mistaken. and gave in three more gave up three more runs. So the more recent sample size actually looks like Martin Perez is is getting back on track. But if you look at the last eight to ten starts and that sample size as a whole, that's where things have gotten a little rocky and he hasn't been, you know, Johan Santana 2.0. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Which is worth saying because he looked like that for six weeks. Right. That would be huge for the Twins if they got Martin Perez back to being some. He's not going to be that, I don't personally believe. But if he can be some semblance of that strike throwing, cutter swing and miss, change up swing and miss, 95, 96 mile an hour lefty fastball, that's, that's wow stuff. And we haven't really seen wow Martin Perez in a while. Um, I did, so the last two calendar months, I pulled up on Baseball Reference, one of my favorite websites, obviously. I mean, if you're a baseball nerd, yeah, it's, it's bookmarked. Yeah, I, there's no need to have Google as your homepage because Baseball <laughs> Reference just pulls up. I can search anything I was going to search anyways, and I can just do it right yeah. into B-Ref. I'm searching for other things. The last nine games. There are a few I, other things I'm searching How for. to hit a home run in softball. Oh, mm. that wasn't on your search history? No. No, Derek, it wasn't. YouTube University, my man. Don't make me come across this. <laughs> the last nine. <laughs> Careful, we're streaming. I have evidence. <laughs> the last nine starts for Martin Perez is really similar to what you just brought up. You know, the four runs, five runs, six runs. His ERA over the past nine starts, which covers two calendar months dating back to the middle of May, four, uh, sorry, 5.44 ERA for Martin Perez. And the number that jumps off the stats page to you is not necessarily the strikeouts. He's got 36 in those 48 innings, but he also has 19 walks in those 48 innings. I personally, if I'm the Twins, I'm sitting Martin Perez down and say, throw strikes. Just throw strikes. Right. I know you got the Yankees here and they're going to clobber a couple pitches. I would rather, personally, that you go six, maybe seven innings against the Yankees and give up two solo bombs to those guys, because everybody hits bombas now, than you go four innings, walk three guys, string together some hits, and by the way, there was a three-run bomba mixed in there too, because congestion on the bases leads to bombas. I think it's a it's not a simple fix, but it's easy to say, which is get in the strike zone, try to get back to... Could you be 75% of the guy that we saw earlier this year? That's what I'd be asking Martin Perez if I was the Twins right now. Let's quick get in uh, Billy in Minneapolis before some reckless trade speculation. What's up, Bill? Hey, uh, uh, I was going to comment on, uh, you know, you guys do a lot of comparison to the Twins of the early 2000s. I've heard uh, some talk about that. And the, the difference between that team and this team is much, and the reason Oakland is so good is 
defense, man. Aside from a Buxton dive and catch, our defense is really stale. It's like they don't really have anything. They don't have a diving catch shortstop guy. They don't have a uh, maybe Crohn's okay at first, but the Twins of the early 2000s, everybody could play. Maybe the catcher wasn't as great, but I mean, and you saw Oakland this weekend, and they made so many good plays that that, that basically won them. They could have won every game because of their defense. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, Billy, it's a great call, and it's a great point. I felt going into the All-Star break that the Twins were slumping, frankly, mm-hmm. a little bit in the defensive area. Now, we should say having you know a platinum glover standing out there in the middle makes everything look a lot better around it. Somebody tweeted me yesterday. It's a great point. Byron Buxton standing in center field with a glove on his hand makes four positions better for the Twins automatically. Center field's better. Mm-hmm. Nobody's Buxton. Right field's better because Kepler slides back there. Kepler's a good right fielder. Left field's better because it's just Eddie Rosario and he doesn't have to cover as much ground right. when there's a track star standing in center field. And the, maybe the less obvious but important and notable noticeable when you watch every day the pitcher is better when Byron Buxton is standing in center field. So I, I kind of felt like it was starting to slump, starting to take a, oh, hold on, this is getting a little sloppy. They could really use a break and just hit a hard refresh, just reset. And I got to be honest with you, out of the break, I, I haven't really seen that. I still see too many mistakes, a couple of errors. Yeah, they've turned some nice, unconventional double plays, and Kepler's doing his darndest out in center field to try to be Buxton, but like, Get Buxton back, which could happen as early as tonight, maybe sometime this week. We don't know yet. That helps a lot, but I agree with caller Billy or Bill. I don't know. I didn't see the screen. Said you, Billy. You called them both. I did. I agree with I the premise. <laughs> You're an artist. <laughs> I agree with the premise that, like, hey, yeah, get the bats back. Let's go. The pitching, we are all talking about it every single day. It's not a new story, but the defense is the one that's kind of flying under the radar. Right. You can go ahead and clean that up, Twins. And that's what you can tighten it up. Tighten it up. You can tighten it up with the guys that you have. You don't You don't need to go make a move for defense. I think you're perfectly capable playing better than this in the field, and I think it's time to turn it around. And uh, the Twins are 8-15 and 15 when Byron Buxton does not play. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's almost like... Uh, so. Got I mean, more value to provide than his batting average. Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird. It's a team like that's there. 60 like and 38, and they're 8 and 15 without their center fielder this hmm. year. So, guys, I got to go in a few minutes and want to get to this. Reckless speculation. Oh, boy. Uh, Jim Bowden, who loves, loves, loves engaging in reckless trade speculation almost as much as we do here Thomas at Score North. Card, I believe. He, uh, he says the two starters who are most likely to be traded at this point appear to be the Toronto Blue Jays' Marcus Stroman and Rangers' Southpaw Mike, Min- Mike Miner. The Yankees, Twins, Astros, Phillies, Athletics, and Brewers have all at least inquired on both of them. He says Matthew Boyd of the Tigers is also available, but the asking price is astronomical, though, of course, that could change in the next nine days. I have the same thing to say about both pieces of reckless trade speculation. So let me read the other one too, before we give our thoughts on this. He talks about giants reliever, Will Smith. Well, he brings up Madison Bumgarner and Will Smith, but says uh, specifically about Smith that he's been one of the most in demand relievers so far this summer as the Braves, Phillies, Nationals, Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Dodgers, Red Sox, Astros, and twins have all had conversations with the Giants about him. Now you're picking up on what I'm picking up on, Derek. <laughs> yes, good. Good that the twins are inquiring and trying to find somebody to make this bullpen and the pitching staff better. 
The concerning thing is how many other teams are also doing the same thing and how few names there are actually on the market that could help you. This is why I keep saying and have been saying for a long time now, pounce before you end up on the outside looking in and one of these guys is on a team you'll face in October. Yes, there might be a lot of inventory at Costco on the shelves, but if you've ever been to Costco on a Saturday at noon, there's a very real worry that they will run out of something and that they you stop needed. serving free samples, <laughs> which is the worst part. But you and Judd with that. That's like your lunch plan every Saturday. Roll in there. Oh, free? Oh, yeah, I guess I'll try one. That is a, a real worry right now. And you list that group of contenders. I do think that there are a lot of relievers that are good and could help the Twins. In fact, I've got a list and we'll get into it in an hour or two. Guys that should be available on bad teams that are excellent. I mean, I don't know that I've seen Kirby Yates's name talked about enough, but team control, dominant reliever, you could add that to the bullpen. It's going to cost you a lot. But to me, I'm just as interested in Kirby Yates as I am Will Smith for different reasons, but both elite relievers. I've got a list and I can show you here. Like these are legit Ooh. upgrades. That's a handmade color coded list. Wow. Well, I, I exported it from Baseball Savant, but then I worked a little bit of magic with it. Wow, look at coding. that. Yeah, it's, that's fancy. Yeah. Graphic design. <laughs> I watched a YouTube clip once. <laughs> that's literally the extent of it. You're being sarcastic. But this is a list of great relievers that could make this team better. Still. It's finite. Sounds like you have a lot to talk to talk to uh, Judd Zolgat about. Oh, and he's got a conspiracy theory to get Judd to with a conspiracy theory. Know, get out of here! First time for everything. No way. That's coming up on hour number two of the Score North first place Twins show live from Bombasota, the land of ten thousand rakes. Derek and Manny are back right after this. I get the hook for the big righty Judd Zolgat on fifteen hundred ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile app. Call it Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator skin. Man, I love Operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 320 and 23.